they going to have the flying cars already? Yeah, they've been promising that for a while. Years! When we were kids, they made it seem like it was right around the corner. I, I think Ed Begley Jr. has one. No, that's just electric. Well, what about Harrison Ford? He had one in uh, the Blade Runner. That was a cool one. What's the competition? Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? Well, what do you think the holdup is? The government is very touchy about us being in the air. Let us run around on the ground as much as we want. Anything in the air is a big production. Yeah, yeah, right. And what about the floating cities? And the underwater bubble cities. It's like we're living in the 50s here. May 11th, 2014. Hello and welcome to TWIP. Yeah, whatever. Let's get on with it. You're in a pleasant mood. Well... Like usual. Let's move on. Move on from what? We just started. <laughs> what would we go on from? Well, ideally this. <laughs> Your bad attitude? Yes, let's move on. I don't have a bad attitude. I just haven't had enough to drink yet. <laughs> You're dehydrated? That That's what I meant. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a family show. <laughs> Sometimes. Yes, this wine is very hydrating. All right. Hmm. Let us mention... That's alcohol, folks. That... Okay. You are ruining the news. No, I'm embellishing and entertaining. <laughs> well, listen. Mm. We have some sad news. We do? You know about this. Well, you, you don't prepare you me. Know. Okay, look. You, you just start reading off your post-it. No. Do I see the post-it first? No. So, of course, I'm going to act amazed and amused because I don't know what you're going to say. There. Oh, don't stick it on my head. No, I want to be surprised. Oh, I don't want to read oh, it. You, oh, oh, that, oh, maybe you shouldn't oh, get mad when oh. I'm surprised. <laughs> you never show it to me. I don't know what's on it, but I don't that, want you to show it to me. That out of control oh. waveform. That is amazing. <laughs> Muppet. No, that's you. You're the... I know. Oh. <laughs> okay, what is it? What's oh. sad? Tell me what's sad. I need to know. Oh, now you want to yeah, know. Yeah, let's get to it. Unfortunately, Mr. Jared Page has decided that he needs to step down from being a writer on The Kingery. Oh, yes, I did know that. That is sad. Well, I'm sad, too. I love Jared. Yes, exactly. He's a great guy. Okay. But he's got, you know, he's got a baby on the way, and he's got stuff going on, so it's understandable. Yes. It is lamentable, but it is understandable. And we thank you for the amazing scripts you turned in. That's right. And um, I, I helped him out with... Um, uh, season seven, episode six, it was for the Kingery. Uh, that will be the last one that he writes on. And yeah, like kind of a co-writing credit because yeah, right. Okay, so that means we had a vacancy in the Kingery writing staff, and so I would like to welcome Ms. Catherine Pride to the Kingery writing staff. Yay! Welcome, Cat. Welcome, Cat. Uh, her first script will be season seven, episode eight. So you can look for that later this season. So welcome, Kat. It is great to have you on board. And Jared, we will miss you, sir. We will. And welcome, Kat. Yay. Okay. Now, we mentioned this before. Now. We're going to say it again real quick, like. Picnic, May 18th. Yep. It's like a week away. I know, so if you're waffling about it. Now is the time. You got to email me, you Jeffrey. You got to say something. At pendantaudio.com. And let me know you want to come, and we'll talk details before it's too late. Yes, we will incorporate you into the plans that and we are And we hope forming. to see you there. Mm -hmm. All right. And then, 
just a few scant weeks later. Oh, they're scant. June 1st, <laughs> we have a panel at the Long Beach Comic Expo in Long Beach, California. At noon, I believe, uh, the final schedule isn't up yet, but we were told it was going to be noon. That could change, but uh, we'll, we'll be another trip before then, so we'll let you know yes, for sure. Yes, and it's on podcasting. Yes. And we will have our friends from Fanboy Comics on the panel with us. Yes, Barbara Dillon and Sam Rhodes and the, and um, Kevin Knight. Oh, no. I don't. I think that's his name. I think it is. If I've forgotten, I'm very sorry. I've emailed with him from um, Eat Geek. Play? Play? I think Crap! Eat- I'm the worst! I should have looked this up. I've talked to the guy. I've been to his site. And- Alright, okay. we're gonna say it's Eat Geek Play. Yeah. And if not, this will be destroyed, and you will never know. <laughs> Sounds good. I like this plan. Okay. I like destruction. Alright, and we've got one uh, other little piece of news. It's kind of personal news, but we think... You guys! You guys listen to us all the time. uh, The few of you out there. So we thought you might like to know if you might have seen us post about it already on on Twitter and Facebook, because we were kind of excited, but... um, We won a thing! Go ahead. Talk about it, then. Oh, you're gonna let me... Let you. You're half this thing. We... We're runners up in the Top Cow Talent Hunt competition. Yay! Nobody knows Yay! what that is. Tell them. Okay, so the Top Cow Talent Hunt is like literally the only competition out there for writers who want to break into the comic book. In industry. the realm of comic books, yes. There's yes. always like art contests, or even like if you go to conventions, um, publishers will art review art portfolios. But there's no way to do that for writers. They're right. not going to sit there and read scripts from everybody. It would take all day. They don't have the time, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. So Top Cow is the only company that has something like this for writers. And uh, they have a contest with all these parameters that you have to follow. And they had it for artists and writers. And we had to write a uh, full An entire issue, 22-page comic issue based on a topic and characters that they specified. We did right. that. And there were four winners and ten runners-up. And we are one of the runners-up. Yay! So that's awesome. We got a... Um, Sort of an assignment, and we've pitched them some ideas. We're waiting to hear back from that. And it'll either appear, uh, it'll be like a six to eight page short, and it'll appear either in, a, in an anthology or as a backup in a single issue right. somewhere else. Uh, they don't know yet, and so we don't know. But as soon as we do, we'll let you know, and then you can buy that comic book with us, our names, yeah, and our writing names in it. Yeah, will be like in it and stuff. That's pretty cool. That will be paired with an artist, so yep. we, we really don't know what's going to happen. Nope. It's wild. Wild. Crazy. Whoa. Woo. From Glendora, California, we have Aiden Rudd on the line. Hello. How's it going? Oh, it's going. (laughs) (laughs) This is what, the third or fourth time we've started starting to do this now? I uh, something like that. <laughs> I lost count. Yeah. Because I apparently can't count that high. <laughs> <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, just keep on keeping on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. Yep. Well, we uh, have questions from pendulums and stuff coming in. We're... Pacific time and it's kind of late, so I think most people are off off of the Twitter. So we're not going to do the live Twitter. Got it. Bring in the question things that we've done in the past, but uh, maybe I'll pull some of the old 
random stuff and uh, see what see what happens. All right, sounds good. All right, so uh, let's jump in. You got to be a part of. I've made no. You know, I've not hidden this fact. Probably my favorite show in Pendant. Uh, right. Got to play a knight mm-hmm. in Genesis Avalon. How was yeah. that? was a lot of fun. Uh, you know, was one of my first gigs with the website. One of my very first gigs. Uh, I actually started off with like a little two-line part in that series where I was like the Secretary of Defense for like two lines. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they had the auditions for the Knights of Genesis Avalon. So... I got the role of Cooper, and it was fun just doing this really heavy Australian accent and playing a character like that, mm-hmm. who's very abrasive. And obviously, with Phantom Canyon, I have a tendency to play things that are abrasive. <laughs> <laughs> and we're definitely getting into Phantom Canyon. Yes. <laughs> so, um, anything memorable about the uh, Genesis Avalon stuff that you had to do? Uh, like... It was, again, my first... It was definitely my first uh, experience into radio dramas, so mm-hmm. there's that. Um, just, I, I love... Because I had, I had never really heard it before, because I got the audition, like... Oh, like, uh, probably, like, before, like, episode 44 or 45 had come out, and it was from a friend of mine. He was just posting on Facebook. He was like, hey, any of my friends want to audition? Go ahead and do it. So, it was, a, uh, Yeah. It was my friend Mark, Mark Allen Jr., Okay. And I was like, yeah. And I was like, uh, sure, I'll audition for it. So I sent in the audition, got the two-line role, and just things went from there. And the thing that always struck me about it was I really liked the concept, this whole sort of like, like, I kind of like described it as sort of like X-Men meets like King Arthur-ish sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just, work. I loved that freaking concept. So I just, uh, I, I really, yeah. Not much else to say. I just I love the concept. The character is fun. Mm-hmm. It was my first radio drama entry. Definitely a good first. Yes, very yeah. very cool. And and kudos to Mark Allen Jr. Yes, who played Evan Spencer mm-hmm. uh, for bringing you uh, into the pendant family. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I always tell people um, it's a superhero show that is steeped in. Celtic, Judeo-Christian, and Egyptian mythology. And that mm-hmm. raises a lot of eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. It's and interesting. Said, it and is then I tell them that the lead is a female lead, and then people perk up and are like, ooh, I have to check that out. Mm-hmm. So, nice to see that female leads are becoming more and more of an interest. To be oh, yeah. Yes, definitely. But still no Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> still no Wonder Woman movie. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. Eh, it'll happen. Hopefully in our lifetime. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> so you uh, have moved on from Genesis Avalon. And I, I'm, I'm going to leave Phantom Canyon for the end. But mm-hmm. you've also uh, told me that you've worked on another production that has not come out yet. Mm-hmm. But it is one we can talk about. Yes. Yeah, Twelfth Night. Yeah, yeah. yes, uh, yeah. I because uh, the big deal with it for me was because uh, most of my training is in stage acting, but mm-hmm. I I kind of started off with the voice acting stuff, but most of the training's in stage, mm-hmm. and 
I have been dying to do some Shakespeare material for a very long time. And when this kind of popped up on like the Facebook page, I was like, oh, dang, I got audition for that. So I jumped right on the right on the first chance of that because the other thing is uh at my college we were doing because i go to cal state fullerton Mm -hmm. um we were doing a few other productions that were based off of 12th night like our musical theater department did uh all shook up which is 12th night with elvis music uh they did (laughs) yeah I, i wasn't a fan of the show uh they did i was a fan of the production just not the show itself um illyria which is literally just 12th night the musical which is actually pretty solid um, and from all that, I was like, okay, I'm going to audition for it. And I auditioned and I got the part of Sir Toby, which is the part that I was gunning for. So I was pretty happy. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, from there before my first recording sessions, just kind of did like a little bit of research, like looking into how other people play, played the part. Uh, I watched Illyria where this guy from my school named Antoine was playing the part of Toby. And I just, Ugh, the character's just so much fun, and it's just such a non-abrasive character for once. Uh, very, uh, it's just a fun part, and it was one of the weirdest experiences because with the dialogue, I'm just like looking at the lines, and I kind of had like the No Fear Shakespeare on Spark Notes on standby, just to be like, <laughs> if I don't understand this line, just kind of look at what it means and be like, okay, let's go. <laughs> You were the yeah. second person to reference this thing, No Fear Shakespeare. I had never heard of that before. Oh, yeah. Um, they what use is it, it exactly? It's uh, it's on Sparknotes on, online. It's just like you look up a Shakespeare play, and it's No Fear Shakespeare, and it basically will take the Shakespearean writing and basically puts it in the best possible way into modern-day English. Mm-hmm. And you could just kind of go off of what it says in modern day English and just kind of inter- infer what it says in Shakespearean. But obviously, you still got to pay attention to the original dialogue and try to figure it out from there. Kinda, it's just a good reference. So it gives you an idea of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> okay. And it did help a lot with Twelfth uh, Night. Okay. Yeah. Will you be singing? Uh, a little bit, a little bit, like maybe for like oh. ten seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I remember because there's yeah there's one part where Toby sings drunk. Nice. But the most of the singing is by Festy, but I don't mm-hmm. I can't remember who's playing Festy. So. Allison Moser. Right, Moser. right. We have a female Festy, which is rare. I've I've seen most most productions I've seen are male Festies, so that's actually kind of a cool thing, and I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out. I. We'll say that a little birdie has tweeted in my ear, and I'm thinking it's gonna be all kinds of awesome. Sweet, yeah. It was it was just a bucket of fun. I love this. I love that series. And anybody who says Shakespeare is boring is a moron. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never said it's boring, but I have a hard time wrapping my brain around around it. Yeah. I'm more talking about, like, kids in high school, like, this is boring, bro. Like, why would I want to read Macbeth, bro? Like, I could just watch the movie. <laughs> I don't know. Well. Maybe I'm just clinging to stereotypes. Who knows? <laughs> oh, no, there there are high school kids that are doing that. I'm yeah. Sure. Um, so anything standing out from doing Twelfth Night? Anything standing out? Yeah, like uh, being a part of that production? 
Uh, it's just the language, and I've never had to do like voiceover with that type of language mm-hmm. before. Like, and it's just. It's just interesting in like how you have to express certain phrases because on stage you have your body to help you out with this you don't mm-hmm. and I don't know you just have to it's just all about emphasizing certain words and just going at it and it's just very different and I had a lot of fun with it and just figuring it all out okay yeah and it was also fun because uh I've noticed, like, with these productions, I have to play a lot older. Most of the time, I'm playing a lot older than I actually am. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm only 22 years old, so. <laughs> ah, just a wee lad. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, you've finished all your lines for Twelfth Night. Yes. I think you told me earlier. That and... was oh, actually not very long ago. It was only, like, last week, I think. And the casting call for 40 roles for Julius Caesar. Oh, I'm gunning for it. I've actually forwarded that email to a ton of people in my acting department at oh, Kelston. Yeah, like I posted on my Facebook, does anybody want to try it? And like a few of them responded, so forwarded them the email. Very cool. Yeah. Cool. Yes, it was fun. I really want. Uh, I haven't recorded yet, but I'm going to. Very, very good. Yeah. Let's see. Julius Caesar rolls are due seven days from now. So um, they're already over. <laughs> the casting call is done at the time that this gets aired. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So congratulations to all who got uh, picked. <laughs> <laughs> who knows? We'll see what happens. So Genesis Avalon... The Wild Bill Variety Show, and <laughs> it's so cold now, so cold. Phantom Canyon. Yeah. Yes. So and now we get to it. <laughs> now, hey, it's all good stuff. But now we're getting to what we are now calling our prestige shows. Prestige. Our first yes. prestige show, Phantom Canyon. Mm-hmm. And you play the role of Henry. Yeah. <laughs> Without giving away too much, who is Henry? Uh, like a, just the basic character description of just like who, what kind of person I think he is. Um, I don't want to give away any spoilers. Um, okay, I could, I could do that. Okay. okay. Henry is basically a very wealthy coal mine tycoon. Mm-hmm. Who was who's kind of the he's just he's he's kind of because he's so wealthy he's very used to things being handed to him and when he doesn't get things handed to him he doesn't he's not exactly a very happy henry and (laughs) and he kind of does things that are uh this character he's he's the joffrey of this thing (laughs) Right. If anybody's watched Game of Thrones, he's the Joffrey of this thing. <laughs> so, he's not a very likable guy. Right. <laughs> not really. <laughs> so, is that hard to play? Is that fun to play? Because I, I don't know if he's so much a villain as much as just a jerk. He's not. I wouldn't say he's a villain. 
Because a villain means that he's, like, specifically trying to... I would say that a villain would be, like, if he was, like, specifically orchestrating all of the events of this, and he doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd say he's just a huge, just a huge, awful person. He's just kind of... Yeah, he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, just... I'm trying not to spoil things, but I... I, I keep wanting to like give examples of how he's a jerk, but I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, let, let's not go there. So, so yeah. how how is playing a character like that? Is it is it harder to play, um, that that kind of character, or is it is it fun because you kind of get away with being a certain way and let your filters down, or how how is that? Uh, it's 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 kind of complicated because in some ways it is a little bit more difficult because. Trying to, like, morally get behind a character like this is a little bit more challenging, but at the same time, once you figure out how to do it, it just gets so much fun. Because, <laughs> I get, like, with this with this character, I'm more thinking along the lines of, I deserve this. This is mine. I want this. This is rightfully owned by me. If you do not allow me to have it, I will take it from you, and you will not be happy. And just kind of... Just kind of trying to make it a little bit more relatable for yourself i guess and just yeah you know you got to be able to get behind the characters you play you need to be able to sympathize with them otherwise it's just not going to sound right (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah okay but it was a lot of fun because it's not just that but also like getting to because it's a western and westerns are just fun just all the fun little accents and dialects that you get to play around with Mm -hmm. um the vocabulary is some of the words i had to look up like Twelfth Night, um, it was like I would have to like it was just the language that I had to understand. With this, was just like a few little words every here and that here and there. But uh, you know, just you just kind of have to figure it out as you go along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My experience before Phantom Canyon, I, I personally wasn't a whole lot into westerns. For me, it was. Um, Young Guns, Young Guns 2, and Back to the Future Part 3. <laughs> All right. Yeah. But I enjoyed Phantom Canyon, and if you're listening to this and you haven't heard Phantom Canyon, go get it now. Oh, yeah. Like, when I when I heard the finished product, like, I, I when I first clicked on it, I was like, okay, is it going to be, like, split up into episodes? Because that's how we recorded it, like, split up into, like, parts. Right. And then... We get it, and it's like two and a half. I get, I get the full thing, and it's like two and a half hours long. I'm like, oh, I got a slotted entire time of my day for this, but it was <laughs> worth it. <laughs> yep, I, I uh, had the benefit of getting to listen to it pretty much all in one shot while I was working, and uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. yeah, I, I loved it. I thought the production was. It sounded great. Mm-hmm. Acting really meshed together really well, surprisingly, because. Again, we're all recording at separate mm-hmm. on separate mics in separate locations at separate times, and yet somehow this actually all managed to mesh together where it sounded like we all recorded in one booth all at once. But this level of awesomeness is old hat for pendant. We've been doing this like this for years, yeah. years. Yeah, so. and I was. It was just. Uh, I I thought it was just, and I loved the concept. The concept was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, because I can't really give it away, right. but <laughs> it's just so well. It's just so smart. I loved it. Yeah, I like how it 
Yeah, I'm not even gonna say that. It's that's the real... problem with this. It's like so hard. Like yeah. you gotta take a word for it, everybody. Yep. <laughs> yeah, when we do these interviews five years from now, and we're having <laughs> we're having our, our flashback episodes. Um... <laughs> Reunion episode. <laughs> <laughs> Reunion episode notes. Okay. Um... <laughs> We'll be able to talk a bit more freely about it, I suppose. (laughs) But for now, if you haven't heard it, go, for the love of God, it is awesome. Yeah, definitely. So you've had a bunch of pendant rolls now, and you've been with us only for about a year now, right? Only about a, like, uh, when was the one-year anniversary from my first roll? I think it was, like, back in, like, March or April, honestly. (laughs) Dude. Yeah, it was not that long ago. And, and a lot of people come in through our gateway drug of seminar. Yeah, I did. Um, I did one episode uh, pretty early on, and then I've done I think one other one, mm-hmm. maybe maybe two. I can't really remember. I think it's only been one though. Uh, but yeah, the first one was the was it Bobby at the Bobby at the bat? That's what the, that's what it was. And I was Bobby, and I was at the bat, <laughs> and it was yeah. That was fun because I just kind of like improvised a little Brooklyn accent onto it, but it was funny. <laughs> it was a fun little, fun little thing to do. So, of all the different roles that you've had in Pendant, mm-hmm. which one has been your favorite to do? Ah, uh, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That's so tough. We ask the hard-hitting questions on Pendant. Uh, <laughs> it's 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 got to come down between Henry and Toby, mm-hmm. because he- Henry was just. One is the fact that it's an original character, and being the one to voice an original character just alone feels pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And and again, it's just he's just such a bastard. He's just so much fun <laughs> because oh my god, he's just great. But at the same time, Toby was my first Shakespeare gig, and he's just again a bucket of fun because half the time he's drunk. And you also get to do that cool language along with all that, and the fact that he's a fun character, and the fact that I think that character had more lines than I've ever recorded for anything. Like, Toby has a lot of lines in Twelfth Night. Mm -hmm. I think he talks more than any other male character. I'm not quite sure. I wouldn't say he's the main male character, even. i just say he just doesn't shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Like, half the time I'm recording this, it's like 60 lines, and I'm like, Toby, stop talking! <laughs> it's like, at the same time, like, I love doing it, but at the same time, it's just like, dude, it's a lot of lines. <laughs> but he's a lot of, it was, uh, I, I can't really decide between those two. Those two, I just loved them both, because Henry was a really great drama part, Toby's a great comedic part, so... I'll just, I'll split it up like that. Fair enough. Yeah. So you mentioned earlier um, that you're at Cal State. Cal State Fullerton, yes. Cal State Fullerton. Um, We actually have questions about that. Um, Or basically for you to talk about what that's like in the acting program there. Oh, yeah, sure. Um, It is, I am a firm believer in what this program offers. Like, um... I'm going to start throwing out, like, really pretentious-sounding actor book names now, so uh, be ready for that. Um, 
let's see. I've learned a lot of Chekhov, Chekhov theory, Stanislavski, Hagen. This interesting stuff. Again, most of it is like physical stuff, which is what I've mostly needed to work on. Um, I love the program. It's very involved. Like, the teachers are all fantastic. A lot of them have done, um, like, bigger work. Like, uh, my current acting teacher, her name is Maria Cominas. Um, she was, she had a recurring role on Desperate Housewives. And she's just fantastic. And, but she's very, very strict also. But she, not strict in a bad way. More just, like, she, she gets on you, but in a way of, like, she wants you to improve so much, but she's just on your she's just on you about it all the time but i love the program the only thing about it is is that it is also very competitive um last because uh we have a bfa program but to get into the bfa you have it you have to jury in and they only take a certain amount of people in and there's a musical theater bfa and an acting bfa and last semester we do two juries each year and now is my class's turn to jury. And last semester, we had like, I don't know, I'm just going to guess, like probably like 80 or 90 people in the musical theater acting combined overall. Mm-hmm. We're down to probably about 30 acting and like 25 musical theater now. Mm. And I made it past the first round. It's just, we got juries coming up soon and I'm nervous. So, <laughs> yeah, should be fun, though. I'm going to enjoy the process. And if you live in the Southern California area and are looking for a theater school, I cannot recommend Fullerton highly enough. It's a great program. They will get you to work hard at your craft. They will get you to be good at it. So, yeah, de- I would definitely check it out. Excellent. So um, your BFA, your Bachelor of Fine Arts... Not um, yet, not yet. I would have to. I have to pass my jury first. Right, right, right. But once you get that, um, what's the typical path for for a person who's getting a bachelor of fine arts? Um, more acting classes. They start teaching like dialect classes and even like designated Shakespearean classes. I think. Um, you also they they like to put their BFA classes in the shows on campus, so you mm-hmm. get appearances and. In shows like I haven't been on any of the show in any of the shows at Cal State Fullerton yet, mm-hmm. um, but the BFA people, that's like who they've de- designated to be like their go-to guys. So, okay, yeah, uh, it's just it's just an extended experience, and you just get a lot more training, and it's just really from from what I understand, it's very helpful, and I just I've already loved the program so much. My first two years there, I want to be in it for the long haul. So. I'm just going for it. Excellent. Mm-hmm. All right. By the way, uh, the jury is on May 12th, so this is going up when again? I'm going to guess a little bit. Okay. If it's right before then, I'd just be like, wish me luck. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, definitely. Let's see. I'm, I'm thinking this is going to go up around the 11th. That's my guess. Yeah, the jury's going to be either on the 12th or the 13th, so there you go. <laughs> well, when this airs, everybody wish Aiden luck on his on his juries. Not that he needs it, because in a year's time, he's had, what, four roles at Pendant already? Wow. 
<laughs> Thanks. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sure you're going to do f- just fine. Thank you. I hope so too. Um, is there anything? Are there any other projects that you're working on that you want to talk about? Maybe. Currently, um, not what. Well, not any current projects that I'm working on, but uh, I could talk about another voice acting gig that I had over the past fall, which um, one of the big things that's one of the other really huge voice acting things that's happened for me over the past year was uh, I go to Anime Expo every year and they do open auditions at Anime Expo every year. And this year they did open auditions for a series called Maki, the Labyrinth of Magic. Mm hmm. And I did the open auditions, and I got a call back, and I got called back to the studio. They only called back, like, 11 people, and they ended up giving me a role in the series cool. as a giant monkey monster named Enshin, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. And so it's there's something you don't hear every day. Yeah, giant monkey monster in an anime. Yep. <laughs> it, was, it was a fun experience. Uh getting to record in a professional booth. And since then, I've gotten two other auditions for things with that company. One of them I cannot talk about. The other one I can because that role's already been cast by Liam O'Brien, which was I got the chance to audition for Yasuo in League of Legends. Oh, cool. Which was a lot of fun. Very, very cool. Yeah, it was a tough one. Um, and aside from that... Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to audition for Julius Caesar. I'm definitely going to because Julius Caesar also happens to be one of my favorite Shakespeare plays, probably in my top five. Uh, and I would just love to be a part of it. So very cool. There you go. <laughs> well, I appreciate you taking the time and doing this. I know we've had some uh, technical issues that hopefully nobody knew about until right now. Oh yeah, we've had a ton. We've had some fun times with this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, can people find you online? Uh, yes, I have a Facebook page. It's just Aiden Rudd, voice actor. I, it, if you look up A D I N R U D D, you'll find it. Okay. And I'll I'll post you normally just what I what I'm going to be in, what I've been in, just stuff like that on it. So, yeah, interview segments. <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> cool cool um twitter or anything else yeah are you on twitter or anything i don't else? have a website yet i should get a website but yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right cool no twitter no twitter i don't do the twitter i should do the twitter but i don't do the twitter okay <laughs> all righty then um folks you can find me on twitter see i'm on twitter uh <laughs> at jg underscore qa <laughs> <laughs> or you can find me on facebook www.facebook.com um j-o-r-d-a-n dot g-o-t-t-l-i-e-b dot five zero three six was the number they gave me once again aiden thank you so much uh it was fun no problem and uh i look forward to hearing more from you in future pendant shows all right. Yeah, I look forward to doing more. <laughs> Should be fun. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> and we will send this back to Jeffrey and Susan.
It's over. It's over. It's over. Just the interview. It's over. Coming out Wednesday, May 4th, 12th night, Act 1, The Pen and Shakespeare. May 4th was a week ago. I said May 4th? You did. It says 14 right there. It does. What? I apologize. As you should. <laughs> Try it again Coming from out, the top. Well, then that wasn't a, a Wednesday. It, no, no, the 4th wasn't, but the 14th is. Well, okay. Coming out Wednesday, May 4th. 14th! Yay! The Pendant Shakespeare, 12th Night, Act 1. Once upon a swinging time, a woman lost at sea was rescued. <coughs> what country, friends, is this? This is Illyria, lady. And what should I do in Illyria? My brother, he is in Elysium. Perchance he is not drowned. What think you, sailors? It is perchance that you yourself were saved. Who governs here? A noble duke, in nature as in name. What is the name? Orsino. Orsino! I have heard my father name him. He was a bachelor then. If music be the fruit of love, play on. Give me excess of it, that surfeiting the appetite may sicken and so die. Well... God give them wisdom that have it, and those that are fools, let them use their talents. Yet you will be hanged for being so long absent, or to be turned away. Is not that as good as a hanging to you? Many a good hanging prevents a bad marriage. And for turning away, let summer bear it out. You are resolute, then. Not so, neither, but I am resolved on two points. The Honorable Lady of the House. Uh, which is she? If I do not usurp myself, I am. Most sweet lady. A comfortable doctrine, and much may be said of it. Where lies your text? In Orsino's bosom. In his bosom? In what chapter of his bosom? Pendant Productions proudly presents Twelfth Night, premiering May 14th, 2014. Now, Mercury, endue thee with leasing, for thou speakest well of fools. Only at PendantAudio.com. Coming out Wednesday, May 21st, Season 2, Episode 5 of Tabula Rasa. Why don't you all take a seat? Next time on Tabula Rasa, Danica may hold all the cards, but she's still willing to talk. I'm glad one of us can be reasonable. You are here because I have something important to you. As tensions rise at the negotiating table. Put the gun down or I'll blow your hand off. No, not yet. We can't risk getting them all killed. Long-held secrets are no longer so secret. Lakeisha, your friend has omitted one crucial detail from what she's told you. Not everyone is going to walk away from Season 2, Episode 5 of Tabula Rasa. I don't answer to you anymore. You're finished. La la la, the show is almost done. There you go. There's your show. That's it. We're going to have to get going because my computer is very angry and hot right now. It's overheating because it's full of passion. Well, it just (laughs) loves all the writing I do, the way I finger its keys. (laughs) 
now I'm grossed out. Leaving. But you have this awesome idea. Leaving. We have I got an ice pack to like put on it and help it cool down a right? little bit. It got I a was hot like, and... if it's hot, then get some ice packs. That's great. But yeah. anyway, it's not so happy, so we're gonna go before the recording gets botched and we have to do this all over again. Right. <laughs> that would yeah, we don't want to be entertaining twice. Once is enough. Oh. We're lucky if we're entertaining once. Right. Twice we've got no shots. I don't think it could happen. Mm. Let's get out of here while we still can. Be sure to stop by the website at PendantAudio.com, the Yahoo group at groups.yahoo.com slash group slash Pendant, the Facebook page at Facebook.com slash Pendant Audio, the Twitter at Twitter.com slash Pendant Web, and the Tumblr at PendantAudio.tumblr.com. We'll see you back here in two weeks. Really? Yes. Oh, this is Susan Bridges. And Jeffrey Bridges. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I think I said lilling. I gotta work on my diction. <laughs> you said diction. <laughs> you like my diction. <laughs> you can say it. I like it. It's pretty good diction. Mm. As diction goes. Uh, yeah, pretty good. Bet you wish your diction was like mine. Okay. Where's the quote? I haven't seen the quote. I have no preparation. I need to get in the mood. This is boring, bro. Like, why would I want to read Macbeth, bro?